welcome to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Voices. I'm joined by Sandra, it's just your second time on A Breath of Fresh Voices. Thanks for joining me again. And um, today we... Today we're going to talk about um, invisible illnesses. So for those of you who don't know, invisible illness is um, a medical condition that cannot be seen. And there are so, so many invisible illnesses, but we're just going to discuss today what it's like living with an invisible illness. Um, so I'll start by just explaining that I have Crohn's disease and Crohn's disease is um, inflammation of the digestive system. It comes under the umbrella of IBD, which stands for inflammatory bowel disease. Um, and with that disease you can either have Crohn's or you can have colitis and it can go anywhere from your mouth all the way down to your anus so it's a complete your complete digestive tract and I have it in my small intestines um so Sandra if you want to tell everyone a bit about what's what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) okay then (laughs) do you hear Jeff time (laughs) um so MS is basically an autoimmune disease so it's when um the myelin is something that protects your nervous system i think i'm saying that right if i'm not i'm sorry well don't have to be sorry i guess but um, it affects your nervous system so your immune system instead of fighting um diseases and stuff they normally would it fights basically itself so it kind of like eats away at the myelin um that protects your nervous system and that controls like your senses like it can cause irritable like bowel it can cause like um tension on your bladder there's so many different things that can affect when it comes to your body that's why everyone's is different like there are different types of ms there's like progressive ms there's like um my gosh one's gone blank this is another effect of it as well your mind goes blank from time to time yeah um yeah there's just so many different types and like everyone's body is different and affects everyone differently which is why it's another invisible illness where you just can't speak on it where you know what someone else is going through because it affects everyone so differently yeah um Crohn's is exactly the same um mm. also an autoimmune disease as well and mm. every, every person that I know with it or have read upon it has it quite differently like it's obviously mm. the same we're still under the same umbrella but everyone's symptoms are completely different so like for me but the main symptom for Crohn's is how it's diagnosed normally is because people can't um control their bowels they're going to the toilet like 16 times Mm -hmm. a day whereas I never had that I actually had the opposite where I wasn't going to the toilet so it was I well I've had IBS not to be IBD completely different things (laughs) I'm gonna get to that (laughs) so that's inflammatory bowel disease so that's like an uncured oh okay yeah so for me my intestines my small intestines are full of ulcers um it is something that can be put into remission but there's no cure um i've mm. about well i've been diagnosed for three two and a half years but i've had it mm. longer than that but i've never been in remission so every time i go i've always got like some sort of ulcer there or yeah i am on medication to keep me um stable but because i had ibs for so long they kind of just thought that's what it was and because constipation isn't something that is a regular symptom um they just took a lot it took a long time to get a diagnosis actually about yeah. three to four years how about you how long did it take oh, you wow. to get diagnosed oh gosh I would I'd probably say it's similar sort of timing because like so I started off getting like really weird tingling sensations in my hands like pins and needles and numbness and obviously being like someone who's quite active like I think like I don't know about you but do you feel like you know your body a lot more so if anything were to happen you're like nope that's that bit on the shoulder like you know exactly where it is that's hurting just because you like you're aware of like using every part of your body so for me like I was getting pins and needles and that was happening for about 
three, four years. And I'd gone to the doctors a few times about it, but no one kind of like knew what it was. They would just say, oh, you're fine. You're healthy. You're young. Like, it's nothing. Like, they kind of made me feel like I was imagining it. But I knew that there was something wrong because it's not normal to have like a sensation of pins and needles in your hands and arms for like ages. So, um, yeah, I went to the doctors and like over like a period of years, like I had to eventually kind of like cry, like force tears out, like no word of like I had to force tears out to kind of say like, this is uncomfortable. Like I shouldn't be feeling weak like this. Like, and then they finally gave me an MRI scan and that's when they realized that there was something up. Right. Yeah. So it took, it took like that kind of like putting pressure on them to kind of make them feel like, no, you need to test me. And I feel like that's another, another thing when it comes to invisible illnesses. When you're someone who's in the category of being young or you're quite active, naturally, I feel like you kind of get, you get put to the side because they feel like, oh, no, but you're active. Like, you know, you know, like, you're fine. Like, your body's young. Like, you can cope with it. Like, you're still, you're still moving. So you kind of get pushed aside. Like, no, you're still active. It's fine. But I think when you know yourself and you know what you're capable of, you know that this active, like, your, your version of active is not, their version of active you know like you know that you can probably run like 10k with like no no problem and then all of a sudden when you start feeling your legs are numb and you can't run 10k you drop to like five then you're still thinking okay this isn't me but to a doctor sometimes they think oh no but you're still moving so like that's better than some people and then you kind of get put into the category of like you'll just be instead of being really good and active you can just be like moderately active which is like another frustrating thing I don't know if you've dealt with that yeah, 100%. I feel like I know my body so well. I'm actually a mm. master Googler. I know that people say don't Google things. Yeah. I'm one of the people that I don't just Google and see the first thing, like, oh, you're dying. I'll literally go in and I'll listen mm. to forums and I'll read different people's stories. And I, yeah, yeah. I actually, like, was going back and forward to the doctors for so long and actually um, I got lost in the system, basically. So I was going backwards mm. and had to do so for Crohn's you have to do like a stool test the first thing that you have to do it's horrible but you have to do it I'm mm. so still doing stool tests now I'm like the first I remember the first, uh-huh. <laughs> the first time yeah I know I, I was like I can't do this oh, so, yeah. like but now I'm just like yeah here you go <laughs> like it's just you like, know what it is as well like because like I they told me to do the test to make sure that I didn't have Crohn's as well and then like when you're doing it do you know when you're giving to the counter and then you're like trying to just pass my own and they're like what was that and you're like I just want to give my samples what samples I'm like oh my gosh like do I have to show you like what it is <laughs> like do you oh, want me to take the shit out of the bag literally <laughs> it's so awkward <laughs> I've been there so many times and it's just never it never gets less humiliating like every yeah, time yeah yeah Oh, I know. so I did that. You know they're used to it as well. Yeah, yeah, they are. They don't care, but the whole queue can hear that that's what you do. He, I know, exactly. Um, it's yeah, I had to do that, and then I never heard anything back, and I called and I said, oh, I've not heard anything back, and they were said, oh, um, you, um, if you, no news is good news. If you've not, if there's nothing wrong with it, they're mm. not going back to you. Yeah. So I left it about six months, and then I went to the doctors for something completely different, because um, I also suffer with chronic bladder infections, which I'll go into later. <laughs> and so I went into that. I get, I get like literally one every single month of the year. And um, I went into that, and the, the doctor was like, oh, I just wonder why you never came back about your stomach pains. And I said, well, I did. I did, uh, but I never heard anything. And she said, well yeah. as here we sent you a letter and I was like well I get all your letters so I didn't get a letter and she was like well the mm. came back as raised so we're gonna need to do another one but this is like six months later so 
Mm. They did another one and they called me within two days and was like, okay, we actually need to get you in for a colonoscopy and do that. But actually it was, I just got lost somewhere in the system. Like where, so I could have actually been diagnosed a lot earlier. Um, but then yeah. getting for colonoscopy was another six weeks. And then after the colonoscopy, it was another, like how long before I could actually see a specialist. Like, it, it was, it's quite a lot. It's a lot of waiting and a lot of, like you say, they expect yeah. because you look fine. And I yeah. have, also have chronic fatigue, which is for me, out of all the things that I suffer with, is the hardest thing for me. And yeah. I used to go stops all the time, like, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. And they'd just be like, mm. yeah, but you do fitness, you know, you work in early in the mornings, you're doing this. And I was like, <laughs> I never used to feel like <laughs> Like yeah. I feel like this, and it was one time that I fell asleep at like three in the afternoon, and I didn't wake up to the next day at seven in the morning. Mm. And so I called the doctor and was like, "You need to do something." Like I've literally yeah, slept not... like seventeen hours I'd slept for, like something yeah. stupid like that. And I actually woke up like a bit scared. I was like, "Oh my god, it's the next yeah, day. Yeah. I've wasted a day of my life." And I was still tired. And it was like that was the, when it got to its worst. And they were like, "Okay, well, yeah, yeah." And that's when they started to take it seriously. Yeah. But that is something that is not is something that I think is for me is the worst of, of everything mm. it is a symptom of Crohn's but I also suffer with that just yeah day. and it's like you know oh, so even time. worse then yeah you suffer it's, it's hard because you know like, it's really hard to explain to somebody what fatigue mm. feels like because obviously we work in a gym environment and everyone's tired and I yeah. tiredness is absolutely valid and every, like you know everyone's yeah. really tired but it's not like, the same though yeah it's not the same and when you the way you mm. feel i feel like sometimes if i don't lie down i'm going to be sick or if i don't like mm. if I'm on a tube or something like i want to sit down mm. and like i'm so embarrassed to kind of ask i'm getting a bit better at that now yeah. i don't like to wear the badge thing but i don't mind asking yeah. it's bad and just be like do you mind if i sit down because most people are okay if you do that and i feel yeah. like if they're a badge most people just kind of do that anyway because they don't want to stand up they just look away yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so i don't like to do that but it's like I mm. like for me I really struggle with being like open about how tired I am because also I think people don't want to hear it all the time you know when you're like yeah I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm just a bit tired and people just can't get judged on it a bit yeah do you have any fatigue with with your MS yeah the thing is like I would say that I didn't really know what it was mm -hmm. just because like I just feel like whenever really these things aren't spoken about so you don't know what they are like the same with heartburn but I'll get onto that in a bit or like chest pain like, I didn't know what it was until, until it hit me. And I was thinking, my gosh, like, this is dreadful. Like, this is, like, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, the tired feeling when you've woken up, like, or you've done, like, a million classes and your body's aching, but you can still feel like you can function. But this is, like, it's taken over you. And, you know, like, you're thinking in your head, but I had a good amount of sleep. I've had healthy food today. Why am I feeling this way? And you're literally trying, like, to keep yourself like it seems like you're trying to keep yourself alive it's yeah. just it's yeah it's a very difficult thing to experience I'd say and it's something that most people would just say oh you should you should get an early night oh you know why don't you try this and it's like hon it doesn't no it doesn't work like that sorry it does and like, I think loads doesn't. of people love to kind of try and be a doctor for you which I find yeah, yeah and help I find it really yeah. I know some people are trying to help like with Crohn's a lot of people just assume mm. that it's IBS and a lot of people yeah, yeah. Crohn's have IBS, but it isn't the same thing. So a lot of people no, no. me, yeah. oh, should you be eating bread? Or maybe she didn't eat that pasta, or maybe if you ate this. And I'm like, I I know that my Crohn's is not like is food doesn't it doesn't help help for me. So I Chicken. obviously eating a, a healthy, balanced diet is obviously gonna help me better than eating takeaways every day, because that will bother mm. my intestines. But like 
for me, for example, I can't have high fiber diet. All the things that people, the regular person think is good for you, is not good for mm. me. It irritates my, like my um, yeah. so much. And a lot of people will be like, yeah, should you be eating that? Should you be eating this? Or should you be eating white pasta? And I'm like, have you, like, if you're going to give me advice, go and read up on yeah. this and then Do your, yeah. don't just assume that you yeah. know because you have IBS or you have, you know, yeah. it's not like you have no idea like what we go through on a day to day. So mm. unless you're going to take the time to like research it and then be like, oh, I read this about Crohn's, then, I'll, then I'm absolutely, yeah, yeah. but just to be like, yeah. oh, well, maybe stop eating that or maybe eating this. It's just, you know. It's, it's really ignorant, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I've slept more than probably anyone in this room, which I understand that's what I've got <laughs> no sympathy, but yeah. I'm going to keel over. <laughs> yeah. And that's a hard, that's a very hard thing to deal with when you're working in fitness too. And even in acting, because you need to have the energy in the room. And obviously when you do have that energy, you're given so much of it out. So then I feel like, yeah, the adrenaline keeps you up for that bit of time. But then when you leave the environment, it kind of hits you even more because you've taken more than the average person does. Like, because when, not to say that people, that the average person doesn't work hard, but I think when you're working it in like a nine to five sort of environment, like your energy is used different to when obviously you're working in fitness and when you're working in like acting because you're, you're very, you're being very active and you need to give a lot in the moment. So like it's given like really high burst of energy and then not having as much left for yourself. So it kind of just like 100%. the industries we're in doesn't, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. And I think that's the other thing Like I've been in situations where like for me, flare-ups happen out of nowhere like they're just most most time it i can know it's kind of coming on or i can feel like but it can literally hit me out of nowhere in the middle of nowhere and mm. it's so difficult to explain like i feel like as well i am someone who hand i don't think i handle pain better but i hide pain quite well so yeah yeah i've been in a situation where i've got to teach a class and i'm literally like on the toilet three minutes before i'm about to go and i'm like yeah, yeah. God, how am I going to get through this? Like, I'm in agony, and I'll just go in and be like, you know, absolutely fine. And they think it just all, but I'm teaching a class, and on the back of my head, I'm like, oh my God, I need to get out of here. Suffering. Yeah, so I don't know, like, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, because I think sometimes then people just, because I put on a brave face all the time, people just think, yeah, they don't. No, I, I, I get what you mean. Like, I've, like, we've all been there when you kind of like, you're feeling like you're suffering, you're in pain. And then you push yourself through and like, I don't like, I think it's a bit of both. So for me, I think it's not healthy to keep telling people you're okay. And the thing is, I'm saying this, but I do, <laughs> I do the same thing as you. Like I will blatantly, even though I know I'm tired, I'll still choose to go and cycle back home. Like, and like make extra work for myself. Someone will offer to do something to help. And I'm like, oh no, don't trouble yourself. It's fine. Even mm. though it probably would help me massively. But when you're so used to just doing it yourself and kind of like getting on with it, it's hard to just accept help. Yeah. So I like, I get that. But then also I feel like on the other hand, if you do kind of like push through, your body's used to getting up and fighting it. Whereas I feel like if you weren't to do that, then your body would just accept it and kind of just like accept whatever comes its way. So I feel like it's a bit of both. Like I don't want to kind of like give into my body and, and be like, you know what, just take me fatigue, take me like I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I want to, I want, I want to fight. Like I want to fight and make sure my body knows that, like I'm the one in control. And, like it's not gonna, it's this thing's not gonna let, this thing's not gonna take over my life. Like I want it to know that I'm the one that's in control. So it's like a bit of balance with both. But then doing things like this, I feel like people will be aware more of like illnesses and not actually be as ignorant when it comes to certain situations. 
yeah yeah because i think do you think your friends and stuff or that they want to support them to like sometimes forget and when i say forget what i mean by this is sometimes i go oh, i'm not feeling very yeah. well. and they'll go oh why or and i'll, or yeah, I'll go yeah. oh, stomach ache and then i know mm-hmm. they're not always gonna think oh it's because she's sick but sometimes i'll go oh, i've got really bad day and they'll go oh, oh yeah same i think maybe you ate some yesterday and i, and I don't yeah, yeah. have to say every single time no it's actually yeah. no it's the Crohn's. like i'd like yeah. And I know that because I said this to somebody and they were like, well, then what do you want us to say? And I was like, but then it'd be so much better if you go to me, is it the Crohn's or is it something else? Then at least I yeah. can go, oh yeah, it's the Crohn's or I can be like, oh no, actually, yeah, yeah. something." it kind of yeah. stops me from being like, oh, every time having to go, no, 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 I've got Crohn's. Like, I know people- And explaining it. Yeah. People that don't know me that well, it's different. People that know me well enough, like- they go, yeah. oh, maybe you're just this, or are you, um, you know, because I get really bad bloat. Like, my bloat can be so bad that I look pregnant. Yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> Insane. And, like, people will be like, oh, yeah, I get that too. Are you coming on your period? Or, and I'm just like, but you don't know. Like, you don't get no. Like, I don't mean yeah. period bloat is nothing. Like, my belly is rock solid. And I look mm. like, I actually can't believe when it happens that my belly can even do that. I'm literally like, Wow. Insane, like what happens to my stomach yeah. sometimes. And people would just be like, oh, like, are you pushing, oh, are you pushing that out? And I'm like, why, why would why, I do Why would you? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. Let me decide to do this on a Tuesday afternoon. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's like, a, like, it's just something you do. Like, I've been off. Oh, I completely days. understand. I, that's how big my belly goes. I've, someone has got up on the train and asked me if I want to. I mean, yeah. That's happened to me twice. I mean, once at least I, you get a seat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Like, literally, they'll give a receipt because I'm pregnant, but not because I'm ill. Like, yeah, and I'm you're like, like, fine, I'll take fine. it. And I've just been like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, because you I can't... can't. How do you feel That's about crazy. Friends? How do you feel about your friends? Like, um, do you know what, like, my friends, they're blessed them. They are really sweet, very loving. So they are kind of, like, caring and they, like, they make sure, like, I'm okay. They're like, no, no, you should do that because of this. Like, it's cute because it's protective. But I feel like um, unintentionally, of course, like we're all human, people do forget. Like they forget that, you know, you're feeling a certain well. They forget that's because of this. They they come up with remedies. Everyone becomes like doctor, <laughs> Google doctor overnight. And like, like it's all, I know it's all good intention, so I can't really say anything about it. Although there are, I'd say people that I wouldn't class as friends, but they know and they should know better and that's when I think it becomes like an issue it's the ignorance I think like if you do know better I feel like you should kind of know you should know yourself and know how to ask questions and know how to speak properly because like it's insensitive and it's just sometimes it's just tiring like it's tiring like having to deal with comments that are just like completely ignorant and like you get that not everyone understands it but I just feel like if you are a considerate person or empathetic person you would know when to like actually open your mouth and speak constructively mm-hmm. or to shut up like it's just simple I think like it's just human nature like be kind to people because you don't know what people are going through and I feel like that's something that we all need to kind of do better with. yeah but like my friends that they're really they're really great yeah they're really great and really um, really loving it's just the like you said oh, maybe it's this, oh, maybe it's a bit of period pain or, like, maybe it's, like, just something else and something you ate, did you do this? And I'm like, no, I know exactly what it is. But then I'm like, oh, forget it, it's fine. Like, there's no point because you know that they just mean well, so I'm like, I'm not going to get into it. It's only if it happens probably, like, too many times then I'll probably pull up on it and be like, actually, like, you keep saying this, it's really, it's getting to me now. Like, could you just say it in this way? And then that's when the communication comes in, I guess, when you just tell them, like, okay, this really affects me. Can you 
like next time just just say this to me or like ask this if you can and then you like you work with it go from there because people won't know until you tell them I guess yeah how to speak to you or how to I think, yeah, we have got to be in control of kind of telling people at least once. I think I, I really used to struggle to talk about it in the beginning. Like I was very close mm. to tell anyone about it for probably a good year. Um, and I, like, I've had situations where people have said things to me and like, it really depends on the day as well. Like sometimes it really mm. does for me. And like, I think I've told you this before when I was at work and somebody yeah, said, yeah. Oh, I feel like Sula today, I'm really tired. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And that day was just the worst day this person could have said it to me. And I yeah, know yeah, exactly. And I just cried. I was in the toilet and I was just yeah. like, I'm so tired. And the last thing I need is someone to make a joke about it. So, yeah. I was like, I literally... Yeah. As well, like you were saying about um, like getting confused, I get brain brain fog is a huge symptom of like Crohn's, and I think mm. I'm not sure it's the Crohn's or the medication. I'm not really sure actually, but mm. um, I get brain fog so much. Like I can be half sentence and be like, mm. <laughs> "Sorry, what we yeah. did?" Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know what's happening." Like, or like, yeah. it's just I can't explain it. Like I'm in the moment, but I'm not present, and it's mm. like, yeah, yeah, it's so confusing to explain because. It sounds like an excuse for just not listening to what people are saying. Yeah, I've learned to but try really to not. It in the moment and go. I'm really sorry, but I'm like not with you because any like. Yeah. But anyone that knows me now knows that I can say that and they get it. But I couldn't just yeah. say to a stranger like I've completely missed everything you've just told me. Yeah. Um, and it's like I don't know, or, or like I'll. I don't know it's just weird. Like my memory's completely off key, man. Like, yeah. And then the it's, last- just, it's like a slower response sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like it takes the information you get your brain it doesn't it doesn't go as fast as you're used to yeah 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 that's definitely me but we have friends I've got great friends as well the ones I've got with me now like me I think I learned a lot through who my friends were through doing friends and I hate to say that Mm. it sounds so cliche like you know who your friends are when you're sick (laughs) that's true it's true of anything man one thing with like like I say invisible illness yeah for example like I've had to cancel on my friends so many times because I've literally had a Mm. flare up too tired whatever and I've started mm. to say to people like yeah I really want to come but like I've got to let you know near the time on how I'm feeling um what I yeah, know yeah, of course. like a thing but it's but I never used to say that I used to be like yeah 100% and then I'd get yeah, yeah. and be like oh my god I can't like move and I've yeah, been yeah. in a situation before where I've had a concert booked and I've pushed myself to go and I'm telling you like thank god it's I'm not- in the toilet mate I was in the concert on the toilet like in can you imagine just in a concert and I'm like in the toilet on the uh, toilet having the worst flare-up and that was like the last time I was like I'm not doing that again like I'm yeah, not, it's not worth it. it because no one you don't want to be in a social situation like that and then the amount of friends that like yeah. just came for me and was like you you know you're always letting us down you blame everything on your illness like you can't choose that as a yeah. time and what I find really interesting and this is the whole thing around it being invisible I had an operation this year that wasn't it was it wasn't a nice operation in the sense the recovery was horrible but it wasn't like a life-threatening operation it wasn't anything mm. like huge but yeah. the people that that were like my friends before were like oh my god are you okay oh my god blah 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 and I'm like because you can see I posted something on social media with a hospital gown on you yeah, yeah. are now okay you wrote like you want yeah. to be me but when I'm actually actually way sicker than I was when I was in hospital you don't want to talk yeah, to yeah. come to your birthday mm. like, I just think like that's the whole thing with people not being able to see it. As soon as they see you in hospital, you get all the messages. Yeah. Okay, you okay, okay. Um, but yeah. when you're telling them personally, like oh, I'm not well enough to leave my house today, they can't. They, they don't realize. Can't, if they can't see it, they just can't. Yeah. See it. And it's that's what I find really frustrating. Yeah. No, 100%. I've had the same thing where I've not gone somewhere because I've just felt like 
I've had like a really bad headache and like it's not a thing where it's like oh you'll be fine just take a parachute like no this this headache is making me feel like physically vomiting like constantly like I can't like function so I'm like what's the point of me going because I'm just gonna sit there suffer in pain and be angry at, at you for forcing me to come I'm like no it's not worth it so I've had the same as you where you felt like you've booked something and then the day comes and you just feel weird because you just your body's not 100 percent and then it's also annoying because you feel like everyone else there is like you know they're all they may not all be fine because people hide stuff and you know people don't talk about their like problems all the time but as far as you know everyone's fine and healthy and like in a, in good spirits to go and you don't want to be the one there that's like you know not complaining but kind of complaining like you're you don't want to be there suffering because yeah. I don't know about you but whenever my friends like or anyone's like down or feeling something like you can kind of tell so if you're out and they're like you feel like someone's a bit lost or someone's like kind of like looking like they're in pain then you feel like oh why, why did I drag you out like what you're right like and, and then you feel the need to constantly check on them and I wouldn't want to put that on anyone else to actually be like are you okay like what's wrong what, like I don't want people to ask me what's wrong like I know what what the problem is let me just sleep and then like get back up and then I'll be good but like you said like people only realize it when they basically see that you're in pain but I'm like okay but I'm in pain like most of the time and like my head hurts most of the time but you don't see that because I, I just push that to the side and like it's gotten so normal that I feel like it's normal to have a headache every day I've just like made that my, my tolerance of pain like it's just normal that's how my head is like I just have like a weird headache all the time but people don't get that and like I feel like sometimes you're, when you're out you're just like people force a lot onto you and then you're just you're taking you're just taking a lot more than you should like a lot of energy when you should be giving that energy back to yourself but yeah. it's hard because then obviously I like going out <laughs> it's so nice when people do understand like I my friend got mm. married I think two years ago and I like something like a wedding is something that you just don't want people down for is it but I that mm. was, as I got diagnosed I think so I was really going through it mm. and I, I literally but in my like I feel like now I would just say it in advance, but I think because I'd just been diagnosed, I didn't know how I was going to feel. I was like, no, in my heart of hearts, I am going. But it was out of town and it was like, and I had to message her like a week before and be like, I'm really, really sorry, but I can't come. And she was like, oh my God, my husband's got Crohn's. Like, I absolutely understand. And it was such a breath of fresh air for someone to just go, I really actually understand. Pretending that they understand. And it was just kind of, and obviously there's a mental health thing that comes with it as well. Because when I was at like probably Mm. my worst, I just feel so down i'm such a social mm. and for me like drinking like i love drinking like every anyone <laughs> you know i do and like everyone's yeah. wanting to drink alcohol but that is like a joy for me in life but like, i'm not a pisshead like i don't get drunk every day. <laughs> yeah but, like, yeah no, i know you like to have yeah. a drink i love to have a drink and be social and go to mm. bars i don't really want to be the sober person like, i actually want to have a drink mm. that part of me when i went through stage i was like okay i'm gonna have a little bit of a break i was like i've just i know it sounds such a little problem but it's just that thing of like something that I enjoy doing it's that not, I would, that's what you like yeah I like going to bars I like going out with my friends you know what I mean I like going to party and stuff and I was mm. like also all my friends that made me feel bad for not going I was like how do you think I feel like not yeah. able to go like I don't know if it affects you mentally in the sense of like your mental health but I go through waves with it sometimes I'm like it's yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm okay but I do go through yeah I'm just like I'm so down like and I just no you do no, you. everyone does, man. You go through those phases where, like, I, when I first, obviously, got diagnosed, I just went through the phase where I was like, oh, why me? I was like, what's, why? Like, what have I done? Like, what, you know, you're like, why? 
and especially when you look after yourself, you're like, I look after myself. Like, what is the problem here? Like, why have my has my body done this to me? And then you feel like everyone out there is having fun, and you're just there, and you're just like, oh, I'm just here feeling sorry for myself. Then you feel bad because you're like, this isn't me. Why am I feeling sorry for myself? And then I'm like, great, I'm angry at myself because I'm actually feeling sorry for myself. And then it's a cycle. Then then you have to like fight and get out of it, and then be like, okay, do you know what? It's fine. You have to accept that everyone's different like not everyone's the same you know your limitations if you're not feeling good like it's fine if you miss the event like it's not the end of the world because then you could actually put yourself in a worse position and end up missing a lot more events so why not just relax chill out for the one thing miss the one event and then when it comes to like an even more fun one you can go because you actually gave your body that rest time yeah yeah like, it's, it's so important yeah, I've definitely got better at like missing things now. I think mm. at the beginning I was just like, oh God, why is this happening? To, like, yeah. thing. Why me? But it's so weird as well, though, because when I got diagnosed, I had this weird, like, breath of fresh air, breath of fresh voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I had this breath, like, because for so long they told me it was in my head. They told me I probably had depression. They told mm. me that, I, you know, I was making it up, like, making me feel like it was a psychiatric thing. And I was oh, like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like, how can I point like just to be clear there's no point in like you know me going around the houses like when you've got Crohn's you most of the time when you're in a flare you're pooing blood right so I'm literally mm. you're telling me this is something That's... that is in your head like you're causing your body because you're probably yeah. your gut is taking you know going crazy and I was literally like at the time in my life I was like I have nothing to be depressed about I am not depressed like I yeah. am going to the toilet and bleeding I am like yeah you know and not, no. I was literally going crazy to the point it was actually giving me like giving me anxiety because I was like what what am yeah. I doing with my own body and then when they told me mm. I had a name the name was like it just kind of like oh my god I'm not crazy like it actually is yeah. something but then to find out it didn't have yeah. a cure I was just like fuck's sake, fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> just me I know I was the same the same as you like um again mm? it's a roller coaster of emotions isn't it yeah yeah it is because like I got the, I was the same so it took it took them a while to kind of like go through the whole diagnosis thing and they they made me feel crazy too they're like no you're young like this is nothing and then I'm just sitting there like thinking am I actually hypochondriac like am I am I pretend like do I'm like am I imagining this and like I, I sat there for a good few days thinking no nah, this is in my head so I just pretended that these things didn't exist then it got worse and I was like no like I'm not like I'm like, don't, don't ever let anyone doubt what you're thinking. Don't, don't ever let anyone do that because like, it can be very detrimental. Like I thought, no, I know myself. Like I'm not pretending like I don't, I don't go to the doctor for any little thing. Like I hadn't even been to the doctor for like, I don't know, like 10 years before, before I went like a few years ago. So I was thinking, no, I doubt that this is something that I'm pretending. And then eventually like they were like, I done tests and stuff. And at first they said that I was fine. They were like, it's nothing. And then, like, it took me, like, like what you said about yourself, I had to phone them up and then ask them about one extra test that they didn't give me results for. And they, um, and then they called me into the doctor, they called me into the office and said that they wanted to do blood tests. And then, and then they were like, oh, yeah, you've got a mess. Like, they just split it out. And I was like, <laughs> I, was, I remember I was drinking. I was like, I'm so, sorry, what? How did it go? I was like, how did it go from you're fine to now you've got this? I was like, no, like, no. I was like, I don't think so. I was like, with all due respect, I think I'll be getting a second opinion. And she, and then the doctor was like, no, you've got it. 
And I was like, how, do you know you have taken back? And you're like, how rude. Like, how dare you just actually call me in by myself and sit me in a room and not, not like, I don't know, not actually say to me that maybe you should have someone here with you. Because they took me through like a blood test and this procedure where I couldn't, I couldn't drive myself back home. Mm-hmm. So I had to go home like on my own. And I just took the bus there because it was, it was simple. Like it wasn't far for me. I took the bus there. And then like, I was thinking, how how can you actually allow someone to do that and then expect them to go back home like in agony and like with this news you've just told them and like I was going to jump on the bus and just be like upset crying on the bus by myself like and you you wouldn't think to tell me that beforehand or tell me that maybe you should bring someone with you like it was just it was the most unprofessional thing that I'd ever experienced and after that I changed hospitals because I just got had enough of that but it was just like that feeling of like you've made me feel like I'm actually crazy that I've been imagining things in my brain for how long to then tell me no actually you have this and you have inflammation in your brain like there you go it was just really just a weird experience and I just I wish I just hoped that no one else experienced that because it's not nice you know what like you've been made to be crazy I wish I could tell surprised at that but my diagnosis was so similar like Mm. I again so I had my colonoscopy while I was sedated um he mm. told me that he said oh it looks like Crohn's and I honestly thank god my boyfriend was there and because I went to sleep woke up and didn't have any recollection of what had gone on and I was like was that real yeah. it's like yeah yeah that was real it felt like a dream and I was like okay then nobody contacted me at all he said they'll hear you because you we think you've got Crohn's you're gonna hear in two weeks yeah hear anything I was chasing and chasing and chasing to the point yeah. weeks later obviously all I'm doing is reading online about Crohn's and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna end up with a bag I'm gonna do it and this is gonna happen like I'm reading all the worst case scenarios because the guy yeah, you do. Had it said to me you've definitely had this for years because your intestines are a mess and he was like so you know mm. to get you in quickly didn't hear anything it took me six weeks to then have to put a complaint into the hospital because they gave me an appointment so this was 2018 uh, November I think and they gave me an appointment February 2020 that was my follow-up yesterday. Well, then, like, this is a joke. Like, so obviously I put a complaint into the hospital and they dealt with it really, really quickly. Got mm. me in. And then the guy was like, oh, you, he, it wasn't in his right to tell you that you have Crohn's. We need to do more tests. We don't know if you've got Crohn's. So I was like, okay, brilliant. Don't know why he scared me for the last two months. When yeah. and I, so I'm there thinking, oh, I've not got Crohn's. It's nothing. Had no memory. I went back to the same guy and he's like, okay, so we're going to start your medication. And I'm like, what for and he's like for the Crohn's <laughs> and I'm like I'm on my own again and I'm like you've just yeah me that I don't I might not have it then to just be like okay so your emotions and, it, and I was just like I know they were in a rush and I know the NHS is strapped but people but like, that's still it's a big bit of news cool. it's a it's yeah a news. and I was like even though I was already prepared for it I was still like yeah really set me up there for a big fall like, yeah I really thought that <laughs> I had a big hope that it wasn't going to be something like that. And then he just sent me it's off. kind of humanizing you as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah. And then they sent me off with steroids and then I didn't have an, another appointment for six months. Just it, My diagnosis was not how you see it on the film. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I oh gosh, no. Very much like, okay, here's the steroids, goodbye. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it was. And they're like, okay, bye then. <laughs> well, I'm like calling out like... <laughs> crying like walking out and there's like see ya I was a bit numb I didn't kind of have any emotions I was just like okay I remember just yeah. like, all right okay like and just 
being so I don't know I felt just completely cut off from the whole thing because it was such a bizarre experience it was yeah they have been better I imagine it have been better since, yeah yeah um, yeah exactly give yourself that time and that rest like it's yeah. so easy and especially if you're a natural person who is like who's active and does a lot like I oh. think it is very easy to reach burnout and you don't even realize until you do like until it happens so yeah definitely please rest please don't, <laughs> don't <laughs> force yourself. Like, same as me i don't yeah no i just i do yeah i don't want that to, i don't want that to happen because yeah i care about you so i don't want you to burn yourself out like it's i know how easy it is to do it i think it's like knowing how to accept like help too like mm. accept help and like have rest like book in dates with yourself where you're just like <laughs> where you're just having a nap nap honestly like it's the best feeling in the world like where you're having a nap or you're just like having a, a self-love day where you're just like having like your favorite meals like have a cocktail to yourself have some wine to yourself and just go to bed like a good night's sleep like without anyone there like being like nah, yeah, yeah, like in your head like just having good sleep and then the next day you can wake up and go crazy like yeah, it's, yeah. like the balance is so important I think like and also like remembering like like you're not like everyone else like um like obviously like we'd like i'm always told this like yeah i'm always told this like by my partner he's always like you need to remember like you're not (laughs) it's like you need to remember you're not superwoman (laughs) yeah but we are because like uh, yeah (laughs) we are Uh, we actually are superwomen (laughs) i know this is it no it's very true she gets t-shirts oh my gosh we should do um we'll talk about it later but um (laughs) yeah like (laughs) yeah you're on the same wavelength i know um but it's it's true because like you need to remember like we need to remember like we aren't like we aren't 100 percent we're not 100 percent like everyone else like we have obviously other things that make up that percentage but health wise we aren't like 100 percent. but i think because we've constantly been working with people who are like healthy and who are fit and we are fit ourselves that we naturally think that we're in the same category but we're not and also when other people treat you like because you have an invisible illness people treat you like they, they don't see it so because we're treated this way we kind of like forget to we forget that okay no we do need like we do need some extra care we do need some extra love we we need that extra bit but because we're so used to just doing everything it's just you forget yourself and then and then you end up getting to the level again where you just burn out because you're taking on the same load as everyone else and you're not doing anything to kind of like counteract that so like I've been making sure that I book in like my extra massages just because I'm like I need it like my, my body's getting tight like I feel tired like and it's helped like massively like you definitely need to like to think about the self-love and self-care routine because it's so needed yeah I agree I think I definitely have got better at that now and I feel like I've got myself to a point mm. where I don't burn myself out like I used to mm. but like when I first got diagnosed I got went on this whole like thing of like I'm not going to be defeated and I'm going to do all this stuff and like I did a half marathon yeah. with Crohn's and Colitis UK and then when I did that like I literally went from like never running running anything to doing a half marathon in like five months and even though it was one of the best achievements ever, like for me, I just started, mm. I just changed my medication basically a week before. And yeah. I said to the doctor, well, I've got this half marathon. And he was like, we need to change your medication because this isn't working. So you need to, I wouldn't advise that you do the half marathon. And I was like, well, I've just raised, I've raised over 800 pounds. I can't not do the half mm. marathon. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, raining, like, and then, and then like two days before I got a bladder infection and I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling so ill. And I said to my mom, I was like, mom, my chest, like I was yeah. saying, she stayed with me and I was like, my chest, like, my chest is hurting me. Like I'm struggling to breathe. Yeah. And she was like, you've just got anxiety. You know, my mom was like, you, you know, you're just stressed because you're running. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I obviously did the half marathon and 
obviously was the most amazing thing for me but that I've ever done yeah and I got to the end and I was like I actually can't breathe and it turned out that I had pancreatitis at the time I've told you this before so yeah the medication that was on for the Crohn's the new one I was actually allergic to it which caused my pancreas to inflame and I was and so I ended up in hospital after that but really like that was a point in my life that even though I'd raised that money I should have probably said you know what thank you so I'm going to keep this money. I'm going to do a half marathon when I'm ready. But actually right now I'm not, yeah, yeah. even though I did it and I'm so yeah. proud I did it. Like I said, I was so emotional mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm like, honestly, I'm so glad I did it. But that was one of them things that was just, you know, I just, I just been diagnosed and I was going on a rampage and I was doing stu- like things that my body mm-hmm. didn't really have been doing. And I wouldn't do something like that now. Now I'd be brave enough to be like, I am going to complete it, but I can't yeah, complete it mm. even that babe like honestly so it took me two and a half hours so proud because i've been training at like the time of three hours i did not yeah. stop and like i was telling people yeah. everyone goes watch time watch time watch time and i'm like i didn't do it for that no. i did it for charity and, and then i said to this yeah, yeah. work, like oh uh, yeah i just took two and a half hours and he went oh bloody hell what did you do walk it and i literally was like that is the biggest achievement yeah done fitness wise exactly and you've just completely like stamped all over it and yeah it doesn't matter if i'm sick or not i shouldn't have to say to you well actually you know my pancreas is about yeah i shouldn't have to say that never ever yeah anyone that like listens to this belittle someone's honestly and if i did walk what's it to you do you know what i mean yeah like that's it's just better than criticizing someone about it so now I just don't even answer when people say, what was your time? Like, I'm proud of my time, but like, don't ask me that. That's not why I did it. Like, I'm not. What was your time? When, when was the last time you done something for charity? When have you helped anyone but yourself? I would say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people, yeah. Honestly, yeah, I'd say that. I wanted, mind. I wanted to talk about COVID and how mm. <laughs> you feel. Like, so one, did you feel any like extra stress because you are, are you in, are you, are you classed as a high risk category or not? Um, mm. I wouldn't say like I mean like I had these conversations with doctors and stuff but I kind of just went oh no I don't think I'm I'm fine like I kind of it's bad but I kind of said no so that's not me like I'm all right like I think the way I am I know that I like I used to hand sand before hand sanding was like a trend like the way I've been brought up is to make sure like you don't touch like when you're out you don't touch things and touch your face and so I I knew that I was all right kind of thing so it didn't it didn't bring extra stress to me in that sense. Like I was more stressed for people who, who were like over vulnerable and like they couldn't go out. And I, it's the stress of being inside. Like when we got told that we can go out for one bit of exercise, my gosh, <laughs> I was going for the longest walks ever just because like it, it, for me, the stress is being locked in inside and not being able to do the one thing that brings you happiness, like getting fresh air. So for me, that was it. But I did used to um, feel a bit of a way when people would cough and sneeze when they passed me. But that was always there. Like, I feel I feel like a way when anyone sneezes, like, near me. Just because, like, I know that my immune system is quite, like, it's it's quite weak. Like, but I kind of, like, get on with it. Like, I know that when people sneeze near me, I kind of get sick quite quickly. What about you, though? Um, so I got told I was high risk because I'm on injections that are... Um, I'm on this. I think it's called biologic medicine. So it is it is mm. an immunosuppressant. It's a type of immunosuppressant, I think. I'm so like, you know, what? I don't know. That's better me to not say it than say what I know when I don't know. Um, but I'm on these things, and they do lower my immune system. So they definitely lower my mm. immune system. And so I've always been quite cautious since I started the steroids. I was a bit, like at first, I was really really scared because I was like, okay. Mm. 
um, they've told me I'm high risk. They've sent me the letter to say don't go outside. Then they sent me a letter. Mm. Saying, actually, we've tested it, and because you've been on your medication for long enough, you're actually yes. you're actually moderate risk. So to be careful, but yeah, if yeah. you have any flare ups when you're in a flare, then that's when you're most um, you know vulnerable. Vulnerable. So I had about yeah. two flares over lockdown. So those times. I just completely got to stay inside. I am someone who crashes everything. Like I've had everything. I've had the norovirus. I had swine flu when it came around. I've had it all, babe. Like oh, any, yeah, I had swine wow. flu. It was awful. And like, so this is what I mean when people say, "Oh no, you won't get it. You won't get it." And I'm like, "No, no, I've actually got any any virus has ever been on yeah. So <laughs> like, the, like basically, if I've took what I've not had COVID so far. Um, mm. So I want to ask you because I know that you're someone who can't wear a mask. So if you're happy to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah how people make you feel because <laughs> i wear a mask and you, know I, what? you should you should wear it if you're medic if you're not medically exempt obviously yeah but obviously yeah. Like are, and this is the invisible illness like if you're an old like, an old woman or man people are not going to be bothered yeah. wearing a mask but if someone that looks yeah. like you doesn't wear a mask people think i'm just that she, i'm troublemaker like a troublemaker who's deliberately not wearing it because she doesn't want to she wants to rebel against society and it's like i don't actually care it's not that it's not that deep to me in that sense like I care about protecting people of course but I'm not deliberately trying to fight against something like I'm not I've got other things to kind of like worry about but um I'd say that the thing that's frustrating is that people don't mind their own business like like I was saying earlier on like I think um and I wasn't saying it to you I was saying someone else but um I think that people kind of like they just concern themselves with, with things that just it's none of their concern like I feel like I know there are people that are blatantly um, doing things just to be extra and to be different or to, to kind of like rebel. But I just think like you, you don't know anyone's story. Like you don't know what anyone's going through. Like who are you to actually question someone on, on their illness or like question why they're not doing something? Because you don't know why they're not doing it. And like I got a lot of this where people kind of just give you dirty looks and stuff. And, it, and the thing that's very frustrating to me is that it comes from the people who aren't even using the mask correctly. Like, if you're wearing it correctly, you're supposed to wear it so it covers your whole face. These people are not even wearing it. They're wearing it like this. And I'm like, okay, you're wearing it, not properly. Your nose is sticking out. You're touching everything. You're rubbing your eyes. And then you're going to look at me, like, as if I'm spreading it when I'm the person who's standing, like, I don't even sit next to people. I stand on the edge. I don't even cough on the train. Like, I just stand on the edge. I barely even touch anything. And then I feel like, and you're giving me dirty looks for, for actually being cautious. Someone who actually washes their hands all the time has like hand sand with her all the time. And I'm getting the dirty looks. It just feels, I just feel like it's just out of order. Because again, like you don't know what people are going through. I feel like just if it makes you feel uncomfortable, fair enough. But just keep your distance then. Like, because the thing is like, it's more, I'm more vulnerable than you wearing your mask. So for me, it's more of a problem for me but I just can't put it on so I feel like it's, it's just a bit it's a bit ignorant to, to actually look at someone and then just feel like they should be wearing it and judge them even though you're probably causing them more harm than they are you because they're gonna be they're gonna take precautions like I take precautions to make sure that I'm fine whereas they're not like like I said I've seen people put it on rub their face then rub all the inside of the mask then put it on and I'm like okay, you've just cancelled the mask out, so there's no point of wearing it in the first place. You're the one that's probably going to give someone something if you do that. And then you go home and then you, like, you talk to your family, then touch, like, stuff. I just, I just think it's, I think it's really ignorant. I, I just think that people should actually mind their business. Because mm -hmm. if you're minding your own business and yourself, then you're going to be protected. Yeah. Like, if you don't, if you don't, for 
comfortable being around people on like public transport or anything I just feel like maybe you shouldn't be on it like it's not I don't want to sound like harsh or anything but I just think just the way that I've been treated I can only imagine other people are too and because I'm someone that if someone did say something to me I would say something back to them so I feel like I can do that whereas I know there's probably people who are in a similar position and then they feel really bad when they go home so they, w- they wouldn't say this. So that's why I have to kind of be harsh now, where I just feel like you should mind your business. Like, mind what you're doing. Don't worry about anyone else. Like, focus on protecting yourself, putting your mask on properly, washing your hands, like, after you touch things. Don't touch your face. Then you'll be fine. Don't worry about someone who's not wearing it because of health reasons. Like, yeah. I just think... But then I think a lot of a lot of the causes because people aren't aware of these illnesses. Because yeah. the same thing, when I first went to the hospital for like an MRI, they were like, they looked at it and they looked at the paper and they were like, you? And I'm like, okay, do you want me to stand here and explain my life story to you? Like, just because I was like, hi, how are you? Like, um, my appointment's at 10 o'clock. And they were kind of like, mm, doesn't make sense. And I'm like, so should I be like, hi there, I'm really tired uh, appointments at 10 o'clock <laughs> you know what I mean like could you just uh, like should, should I do that like do you not want me to be like hello like yeah like I just think you're labeled like should I look like really like I don't know like tired people judge you especially when you're young yeah health professionals that. as well health professionals don't like they don't all know what yeah. Doing yeah people should mind their own business so like with Cohen's when you if we're part of the charity or you get eligible for like a table toilet key yeah, get a card that you can give to businesses that um they will let you use the toilet. So if you go to like Morrison's or something yeah, like that, yeah. you need to use it. They can't like say no. Um, mm. but I went in Victoria Station to the toilet, and I was like so desperate. So the, there's the toilets that are upstairs that are not free. So um, I went with my key to the same toilet, and this bodyguard was like, "Hey, you can't use that toilet," and I was like. And I just like looked at him and like shake my key at him and was like, I've got a key. And he was like, oh, you've got a key. And then he like waited for me after, outside the toilet. I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't, I didn't know you had a key. And I thought, but why would I be approaching the disabled toilet? locked. So yeah. you need to scream. Like, I have a key. You, like, you've just completely humiliated me. And now you want to apologize. But exactly. You've it's never too late for that. Trained, but it's a lack of training. Like everybody yeah. should be trained on that, like on invisible illnesses. Mm. Like, I am so like in the minute, like anywhere I work, I'm trying to get them to get to do this like campaign. Yeah. Like, not every um, illness is visible, and having yeah. the toilets accessible for people that do- don't use those facilities because it's so. Yeah. Especially with COVID now, like in COVID, yeah. long walks and stuff. I was like, well, we have to go on a route where I can use. There's nowhere to go. So the toilet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just walking around my local park, round and round again because if I need a toilet what am I going to do? Like, I can't, yeah. I can't hold it. And obviously I have bladder issues as well. So I'm just both sides. Like I can't, I yeah, need yeah. to use the toilet. So mm. like, it's, it's one of those things that I think yeah. it's just need to be more aware of out or like, and like I say, health professionals as well. Um, but this they, is the thing though, but do you not think, sorry, do you not think they know because they're, especially health professionals, because they know this already because they've w- worked in the environment. But I feel like people just have their judgments anyway, just yeah. because they look at you and assume that, you're too well looking to have a problem and I think it's just like it would take a while for that to be like it's been ingrained into people take a while for them to kind of like get rid of that sort of like judgment Mm. but I just wanted to ask you to finish um how do you think like society and people could like can help so how do you what do you think could help you in your day-to-day life like just just to make things easier (laughs) for me I think it's it's just 
it's a hard one I think not being ignorant I think it's the, the judgment yeah being judgmental I think because this is this is something that can help a lot of issues in this world being judgmental looking at someone and assuming that they're not doing it because of this reason or they're like this for it like it's being judgmental like and I've said this many times because I'm a firm believer in it mind your own freaking business like it's something so simple but I just feel like mind your own like if that's not if that's not directly hurting you then you should kind of like just mind your own unless you know what it is or or you feel like you can help in some way like if you don't know about something I think you should ask like are you okay there like do you know what I mean like it's, it doesn't it doesn't take a lot of effort to say are you okay like you can see someone's physically tired or they look like they're not with it just asking them are you okay because you never know that they might just break down and be like you know I've had a really long day like I'm really tired or like could I just have that like you said could I have that seat but it takes for you to ask them can I have that seat even though you probably did look tired and you probably looked like you needed it but I just think we're not aware as human beings we don't look at other humans and think oh do you know what that person just looks like they've probably had a long day like can I like do I need this seat can I give it to them being being considerate and aware like of other people because we know things like this are out there you don't have to question someone to the point where you want them to tell you want them to tell you their whole life story but you think you could think well do you know what maybe this is something like that or maybe there's something I don't know here maybe they're they're going through something that I don't know so maybe I can help in some kind of way by asking or just being kind being kind to strangers like that's it it's basic things but I just feel like we lack so much in society so much so yeah yeah I agree yeah I think don't uh, be a dick that's it <laughs> that's the moral of the story yeah I yeah. Just, just be aware and like realize that even for people mm. that, like when we talk about it and stuff people might be like oh god she's talking about that again just for mm. one moment that you hear that person talking about it we live that every single minute of every single day yeah exactly and just to be sometimes like I'm not saying like you need to check on like me personally I don't need to check on mm. me every day or at all really but like just mm. be more aware and I think even yeah. at work and stuff, I think companies could be way more, um, like, check on you. Like, I, I don't know, like I say, yeah, yeah. every day, but I think when you have got staff that have got illnesses that you might forget, then put it in the diary to check yeah, yeah. every three months and just be like, you know, let, so me, often. Let, me, let me make sure they're fine. Let me make sure that because sometimes you do mm. need to be like, are you all right? Do you need to step back? Do you need mm. to things because I know for me mm. as an actress I was really really scared about coming out with it because I was like oh people are going to want to hire me and people want to have me yeah because I might be ill or and actually like me I you know I, I do eight spin classes a week I can I can get through a day on set do you know what I mean but you just sometimes yeah, yeah. understand that you are not feeling great or you're not you know sort, sort of thing and yeah I, yeah I kind of you might need a moment yeah but I think that's a me thing it's no no one's ever made me feel that way I just think it was a personal mm people are scared to come out with things because they might not get a job or they might not get something and it just like, they don't be put in that box these little things like these little campaigns that you can get involved in like i said like um just makes people feel so much more welcome and just mm. like just being aware educating staff on these things so then staff don't mm. have to be like buzzing around going oh what is this that she's doing or can she use the toilet or can can you know they sit down yeah. you know just little things like that i think that people just mm. it'd be really nice if people just kind of checked up a little bit more or like just mm. stop getting kind of annoyed or just realizing it's our life like somebody made a comment to me and it's a friend of mine and I did explain to mm. him so wrong what he said but I basically posted myself like injecting myself one time on, on social media mm. um, and he just said to me why did you feel the need to post that and he was like, I just wonder why you felt the need to post that mm. 
And I thought, why do you feel the need to post the food that you eat? Like, why do you feel that? Because that is my Sunday. That is what I do every Sunday. I take it down and say, yeah, yeah. you're happy to talk to the camera and show everyone your gym session, show everyone your food, show everyone your drinks. Mm. But as soon as I show you what I'm doing on Sunday, because that makes you feel uncomfortable, you're asking me why I felt mm. the need to do that. And yeah. I really did understand what I was saying, but I was like, why does that, like people assume that when we talk about these things, we're doing it for attention or we want everyone to feel sorry mm. for us. When actually I am actually somebody who I don't need people to feel sorry for me, but I, I know yeah. so many people that have this condition so much worse than I have it. Or yeah, yeah. I have it or, or like, and like I say, with Crohn's, I, in, in a year's time, I could be in hospital. Like it, you just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm very grateful for where I'm right now. Cause I know that yeah. I'm kind of living on t- like time. That's like, at this time yeah, is yeah. precious to me because I'm quite well. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, how, why are you? I am well. I need to fight for the people that are not well and like raise awareness. Yeah, of course. That can't do it. So give a voice. So stop asking ignorant questions, really, because just think mm. speak. Like you know, mm. yeah, that's the, that's the only thing I think for me that I yeah. think just be a bit more sensitive to people. Yeah, that's um, it. And like, I'd love to learn. I, I am. I read about invisible illnesses quite a lot now because I'm just so. Mm. I follow quite a lot of pages on Instagram and stuff, and I'm just so fascinated by what people go through. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to have people that are kind of going through the same thing, but also understand how kind of I feel. I feel personally quite lucky to be able to do the things that I do and have the job that I have. When I know. Yeah. Say some people don't have that, so it's also like exactly. Wow. And it, yeah, we feel gratitude when we are sick. People that are fully well, like honestly have have a little bit of gratitude because you don't understand how lucky you are to like just feel 100 yeah no i know it's true be grateful for what we have man like honestly it's the same reason why like um i've done that charity thing too because i felt like you know when you take your body for granted and like we know that we can physically move like there was a time when i when i literally couldn't like i was like bed bound and then I felt like, oh my, like the straight, the straight away, the first thing I thought, oh my gosh, all the times I could have gone for a run and I didn't go for a run. I was thinking how self, like, just I was thinking how selfish, like how dare I do that to myself? Um, but before we finish, do you want to tell anyone about your charity? You can tell everyone if you want to about what you're raising money. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm raising money for, the thing is like, this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. So like, for me because like I'm so excited about being able to move and like I just thought I think I don't know about you as well but like when you when you go through stuff like it's bad that it happens when we go through stuff but it makes you appreciate life a lot more so I feel like we wake up every day like we're we're awake like today so it's so it's such an amazing thing like you woke up you can actually walk out of your house that's so incredible some people don't have that so move your body because you can not because you have to like that's my like thing now like move because you can not because you have to because like when it gets taken away from you you will soon start reminiscing on the days you could do it so why not do it now like look after your body because you only get one so that's why the whole charity thing like I started so that I can raise money for specifically MS because I know people who are really active and they love moving and then they couldn't do that so I want to like show people that just because you're going through anything or have an invisible illness or anything in life like it doesn't need to hold you back from what you actually want to do or from moving yeah we speak so ms challenge and the links in your all your bios aren't they yeah yeah i'm saying when i did that charity run i was like i just wanted to do more and more and more and i'm like yeah exactly i want to climb a mountain but my doctor says no (laughs) so as soon as i get the audit i'm up kilimanjaro i'm telling you i'm 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 actually currently waiting for my doctor to tell me okay then straight straight i go straight to the mountain 
I'm waiting for them. I want to do as well. I'm like, I just like it just gave me an amazing feeling doing that. And also, mm. like, the charity has helped me personally. So I feel so yeah. about it as well. So yeah, yeah. it's great. And there's just so much more that we can do. But, yeah. yeah You'll got, get there. You'll yeah, get there soon. Yeah, mate, I've got it. But um, thank you so much for coming on and talking to everybody. Thank you for having me. You're MS. Like, it's amazing. And you're amazing. And I'm really proud of you because you're just so. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> 